0: Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers are red hot. Let's talk about it on this edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You
1: are now listening to the War Report Podcast
0: Network. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Dustin Smith, joined as always by my guy, Blake Lane. Here to talk a little hoops today, baby. Blake, our Auburn Tigers have won 11 games in a row, 11 games by double digits. And I know they were talking smack on the football side, but it was, still felt good to beat down the old Miss Rebels, man. Alan Flanagan, Wes Flanagan, uh, they had a tough trip to Neville, Blake. It was, uh, man, I enjoyed that. Leroy Berman locking up Flan at one point, getting the rip. It's a good night, man. Good night in Auburn. Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? And how much fun was that last night?
1: Oh, man, it was a blast. I'm doing great on this Sunday. Hope everybody is having a fantastic Sunday. Hope everybody has a great day at church. Uh, wearing my hat frontwards today. Uh, so hopefully, you know, you guys enjoy that. Um, but I'll tell you something, Dustin, about this basketball t- uh, basketball team, man. Is like 82 to 59. Uh, they're covering. They're beating people to sleep. Uh, they're a team that has come together, Dustin, and they're a team that is buying into a message from from head coach Bruce Pearl and this coaching staff. Uh, you have guys that have accepted roles on this team, and you have guys that understand that they might be better than a guy that's starting, but that's okay. All right? That is okay. We all know that Chad Baker-Mazzara is a better basketball player than Chris Moore. We understand that. But guess what? Chris Moore, he's scrappy on the defensive end, he's scrappy on the glass. He might miss bunnies, all right? But he gives this team something in that first unit, all right? And and there's something where it just jails and it clicks. And CBM is that scoring option or or he can he can lock somebody down on that second unit, all right? There's there's a cohesiveness, man, on both of these lineups. Both of these rotations, you got two starting lineups in the Southeastern Conference. Like, Dustin, not many teams can say that in the country. And, you know, I just want to say last night with Alan Flanagan, everybody who was, you know, don't boo him, don't boo him. uh, Look, folks, this is a competition, all right? We're competing out here. And Alan Flanagan chose to – go to a rival SEC school. Alan Flanagan did not choose to transfer to Indiana or Wisconsin or something like that, all right? Alan Flanagan chose to go a state over, and he knew that we were going to play twice this year. Mm -hmm. So our fan base, what did you expect them to give him, a standing ovation? Did you expect the jungle, the students, to literally stand up and clap for Allen Flanagan. No, they did the right thing. Congrats to Neville. Way to show up. Damn proud of you. Uh to get after him every time he touched the basketball. It felt like it felt like LeBron going back to Cleveland, man. <laughs> where I mean, look, LeBron cooked Cleveland when he went back, yeah, but yeah, Flan yeah. didn't do that. Uh, th- you know, three of ten uh, from the field. So we were almost there. Hey, we said we didn't want him to hit a shot. We were almost correct <laughs> about that. But man, look. A blast last night watching Neville. Uh, Shout out to the team. Uh, When Scott got that bucket at the end of the game, they went crazy. Shout out to Dylan Cardwell for just letting people know that it wasn't about embarrassing Ole Miss. It was about him getting a bucket and the way he worked so hard. Uh, They didn't want to show anybody up, and they just wanted the country to know that. That it's about the teamwork, man, and a guy getting a bucket that has worked so hard all year. So, congrats to this Auburn basketball team. I know next Wednesday, uh, next Wednesday is going to be tough. I know, uh, but prepare. Have a great week of practice. Get in there, uh, stay focused, and and just get ready for that rivalry Wednesday night in the in the airplane hangar, man.
0: Yeah, we definitely have a big week coming up. Two road games. We'll talk about that a little bit towards the end. Uh, you make a really good point when you talked about um just guys knowing their role. You know, we know last night how CBM has said, "Listen, people, you are in there while he's hot right now." Yep. And um you know, you talk about n- Seymour being able to s- Seymour, excuse me, being able to start. And and we know like the Chad baker's that guy when it comes to who's the best small forward on the team, but. Bruce has a plan. And when you've won eleven games in a row by double digits, it's not there's not really a whole lot to, to say. It's it's working and it's working well. And it's um the thing, the difference between this year's team and last year's team really is the chemistry. These guys, they want to be, they want to play together, man. They enjoy playing together. You talk about that sequence at the end of the game and the team running out there on the court. These guys, they love each other. And Bruce talked about in the offseason, I'm not just gonna bring in anybody. I'm going to bring in guys that Jalen Williams wants to play with that. Janai broom wants to play with that. K.D. Johnson can get along with and want to play with. And um, you're seeing it play out. Like you see how much K.D. and Tab Baker-Mazzara love playing together. Yep. And it's the second wave, man. I think we had 40 bench points last night. Uh, just it's, it's unbelievable. If we could, and what well, really, if it, it, it it's two it can do two things for you because one, if your first unit comes out and they're cold, then you have a whole nother wave of guys you can bring in within three or four minutes that can write that ship. Yep. Two, if you come out and hit them hot first punch. Then five or six minutes in, when it comes time and you have to make your subs, here comes the second union that's ready to roll as well. Like it, it can do a whole lot of things for you, man. It gives you so much versatility. You look at Trey, who's averaging right around 10 points a game, Aiden is exactly at 10 points a game, so you're getting double digits from both your point guards. Like and the trays that I've he's right there, at like 3.4, 3.5 assist. Um, so he's moving the ball well. When you talk about our team wanting to play together. That's why we're up there in top teams in the country in turnover-to-assist ratio, because our guys are unselfish. They, they're all willing to sacrifice minutes and sacrifice stats because they want to win. And we can go back and look at a team like Miami when we had Walker Kessler and Jabari, the superstar team, but it wasn't a deep team, right? And that Miami team that had played together and was experienced, they were able to bounce us in a second-round game. We got guys that are playing together that enjoy playing together, man. So it's going to be fun to kind of see how this team goes. And I'm excited to see this week and how we do on the road because this will be a big test. We've, we've come out of conference play here with some some home games. And Wednesday night is going to be tough. And the Hump's not an easy place to play either. So I'm interested to see that.
1: Yeah, look, one thing I'll say about that 21 team is, yeah, we were great. We had the firepower with Jabari and Walker. Uh, but guard play was the difference. And that's why we got cooked against Miami is because we couldn't defend their guards. Uh that the Isaiah Wong kid just absolutely torched us that night. Um, but this year's guards like Denver Jones, man, the growth from game one to now. Mm. You look at it, you're sixteen and two, you're eighteen games in, just the growth that he has made. Uh on the defensive end, just just locking up, man. Just absolutely locking up. Uh and I think he's come to find out that we don't need you to, we don't need you to shoot forty percent from three point line. Like we like, we don't need you to drop fifteen to twenty. All right, you, you just play D, dog. All right, you just give us something more than what we got last year from Zip and Wendell. All right, just just give us that D, all right, and give us eight to ten points. That's all we need. That's it. Nobody on this team has to be a superstar, Dustin. And I'll tell you one guy that's really finding it and I've enjoyed watching him come together and come into his own is Chaney Johnson, man. Yeah, had a good night like, last night. Like, great night. Uh, and and show me a player. You're up 20, what, 23 or whatever, um, 82 to 59. You're up 23. Show me a player that's going to hustle back on D mm. like that. Pin a guy off the glass. And then your teammates follow, and you end the game on three block shots when you're up 23. Show me a team like that in the country right now. I want to see them, all right, because I I think there's a a select few in the country that would do that. That's hustle. That's what we're talking about when we say this team is bought in. Chaney Johnson said, hey, boy, come here, give me that. You're not getting another point, all right? You're not touching 60. And, you know, watching Chaney – uh, there, there was a play last night where I think it was Joe Nye or maybe been Dylan. Uh, they caught the ball uh, around the charity stripe. He turns and he sees Cheney cutting to the rim. And he hit him with a bounce pass and Cheney was ready for the lob. And the ball trickled out of bounds and Cheney looked at him and he said, hey, you know, throw it up. Yeah. Don't put don't, – don't give me a bounce pass, dog. Just, just throw it up. I'll flush it home. So there's coaching lessons going on on the floor in the middle of the game while we're playing, man. Bruce Pearl gives the freedom to these guys to do that. Uh, I've been excited watching those two guys uh, come along on this team this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's the thing, you know, when you have so many guys coming in like Denver and Chaney and all that, it's going to take up some time because Denver's coming from FIU. Chaney's coming from D2 ball, right? But yeah, it kind of makes sense that as we get in the conference play here, he's starting to find his groove. He's starting to find his role. And then I think that a good team chemistry helped with that, right? Like yeah. he's going to he had his bad nights and everyone's going to say, hey, man, you're good. We trust you. Bruce kept playing him, kept playing. I'm not going to just pull you out, mm-hmm. take you out of rotation completely. I trust you. I know you're going to find it, and you're starting to see that. And it's just it's it gives this team this whole other weapon, like of just over 40 minutes, we're just going to grind you down. Yep. And Blake, if you take a look at the numbers, dude, we're 20th in points scored. We're 40th in points against. Uh, that's 83.7 in points scored, and there's 362 d1 team so this is 20th and 40th out of the 362 so 83.7 points a game and then only giving up 65.3 that's a pretty nice average uh average yep. score there and then ninth and srs which i will have i have the official definition of srs pulled up simple rating system a rating that takes into account the average point differential and strength of schedule and then you have 11th and offensive rating and ninth and defensive rating that is your overall rating over 100 possessions so Pretty damn balance. Yep. Top – the the top 50 and every – top 40 and everything, offensively and defensively that you look at, Um, there's really – we can beat you any way, man. We can yep. beat you any way. If it gets into one of those games where it's a shootout, we'll get you. We can score with you. And if it's one of them slow, slugfest-type games where it's a race to 65, we can get you in that one too, man. Just talk about the kind of – the versatility and if, of what Bruce has built and then obviously – his coaching style, right? Because it's really on him saying, I can coach any of these games. I can I can develop a game plan to win and scheme up against whoever.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think it starts with you got Jonah and you got Jalen. Right? And, and you got two guys that you can really run your offense through. Mm-hmm. And you bring in – you're bringing in elite talent to Auburn like an Aiden Holloway. You can throw Aiden Holloway in and let him run the ship and just say, hey, brother, look, you got two studs down there. You got some guys on the outside. Uh, You got a great defensive team. We're going to let you – we're just going to let you free flow and and run the offense. I'm going to give you my trust. And that's a big thing with Bruce. And when I think he's walking into these games, he trusts his players. And it it feeds to them, and they give it back in return. So, like – Uh, like you brought up with with, uh, Coach Bowman telling CBM to go back in last night, and CBM said, nah, man, let Lee he's cooking right now. Let Lee stay out there. All right, that's that's a trust, man. That's a trust with everybody involved. And the way Bruce has brought talent to Auburn in basketball is absolutely insane, and more is coming. You see it every week, five stars visiting, all of this stuff. Like, you're in contention for – uh, two of the top five players in America. Like, this is insane, bro. Like, it, it's it's really like when I grew up, I never really thought I would ever see this at Auburn uh consistently. You know, we, we had our years right. uh, in the 90s and early 2000s. But consistently, I never thought I would see us be a, a powerhouse. But Jalen Williams has stepped up, Dustin. That's what makes it easy this year. Joniah Broom, all right, everybody – you know, you can, you can rag on my boy in the first half uh, on some games, and, and, you know, he might get cooked here and there on defense, but the competition in this league is stiff and it's stout. All right. It's, it, this league ain't no chump league anymore. All right. There's some of the best coaches in the country and there's some of the best talent in the country in this mm-hmm. league. And you see top transfers wanting to come into this league week in, week out. Uh, and I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you, as deep as this team is and as the way Bruce has built this team, this team is, is destined to go far in an SEC tournament. Let's just start with an SEC tournament, all right? Let's get that monkey off our back. Sure. So
0: Cheers.
1: this team is set up to go far in an SEC tournament and it's set up to go far in an NCAA tournament because – You've got guys that can score. How many times last year did we pray? How many times did we pray to get to 80 points, Dustin? We just knew yeah, it, was, it wasn't going to yeah, happen.
0: It was a struggle. And if we got there, we were going to win because we had the defense. But We had the defense,
1: but we couldn't get to 80, man. When you get to 80 points in college basketball, you're going to win a lot of games, all right? Yeah. Um. But Bruce got this team to buy in, and it's it's exactly what we talked about earlier. When you take a guy like Lior Berman, I want to give him his flowers real quick because I've been tough on the kid. Uh, I've I've been tough on him on Lobtown, and I've been tough on him on here with the preseason stuff that when we talked about basketball. Dog, he locked up Flan last night. He played defense. He was moving his feet. He wasn't fouling. He hit a big shot. Um, That's why Bruce still gives him minutes. Because Bruce believes in him. And, you know, you have the you have the average outside fan that says, hey, why is 24 still getting minutes? Why is he still playing? He's given us nothing. And Bruce says, well, this is why he's playing. It's because I believe in him. I think he can get the job done. Coach to player, man. A lot of people get on Bruce in the national media for giving his players the freedom that he gives them. I mean, just just take a step back. A lot of people look at Bruce and they're like, man, he gives them too much freedom. He doesn't call timeouts when he needs to. He just lets them play through it. Uh these guys believe in him, Dustin. And and you're seeing it firsthand, man. Yeah. I mean, it it's it's incredible, dude. Like this team is deep. I mean, you you got eleven guys that can
0: get a bucket,
1: you know. Yeah. I mean, it's insane, bro.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned Jalen Williams being a big part of that. And anybody that's watched Auburn basketball has seen what Jalen Williams is capable of over yep. the course of his career. We've seen him come out and drop 14 in the first half and then shoot the ball one time in the second <laughs> half. That was kind of the story of Jalen Williams' career. Yep. And as he's in this stretch now, man, where he just seems like he's figured it out. I know we didn't finish that dunk last night, but that just that signified to me where his mindset is at. He's not waiting no more. It, it's time to go yeah. get it. And it's we. It's just, it's just awesome because we've been waiting so long to, for Jalen to figure out, hey, I'm the best player on this team. Mm. And, Blake, I want to tell you what, really, when I was looking at the stats this morning, I'm going to take a look at Jalen's numbers here. So he's averaging uh, 12.5 points a game, 5.1 rebounds, and 2.1 assists. But if I can get here, give me just a second to get to his three-point percentage. He is averaging forty five point two percent from mm. the three point line, and then right at eighty two percent from the free throw line, and then sixty three point four percent from from the from the field. Mm. And he's not like he's out there just shooting bunnies. He's mid range. He's hitting the turnarounds. He's developed that nice little ten to twelve foot floater, and then <laughs> shoot forty five percent from three. Man, our guy is absolutely on fire, bro. He's killing it. And if this is with the Jalen Williams that we're going to get, which, I mean, we've, we've basically been getting it all year. We've, we've damn sure been getting it for about eight to ten games now. If this is what we're going to be getting for the rest of the year, then I don't <laughs> – a trip to Phoenix is a is a, is a possibility, man. Now, it's, it's called March Madness for a reason. So, once you get in there, all bets are off. But this team, with this Jalen Williams, the ceiling for this team jumps up significantly. Because you've got – and let's kind of look real quick, just going down at the balance scoring of this team. Because you've got Jalen, like I said, at 12.5. Jani's at 15.3 points a game with 8.4 rebounds. And then you've got Aiden at exactly 10 points a game with 3.3 assists. You've got Chad coming off the bench with 9.2 points a game, basically at three rebounds there with 2.9, 2.1 assists. Then you've got KD with 7.6. Then you've got Trey with seven point three. Then you've got Denver at seven. Then you've got look at Dylan. Dylan with six point one points, four point five rebounds, like and an assist a game for Dylan. It's just balanced, bro. It's all the way down there. And the leadership of a guy like Jalen Williams, getting him to come back for this year was maybe the biggest win of all. And if you're good, if Denver Jones and Chaney continue to find their role, Blake. We, we we could look at we could be looking at a twenty five plus win type season here. I don't think that that's an exaggeration, man. It's it looks like us Kentucky and Tennessee right now in the SEC.
1: I agree one hundred percent, man. Tennessee they got a squad. Uh, Kentucky they're getting healthy again. They got one of their guys back. Uh, they've got a squad. Coach Cow's got to do something this year. You believe uh, yeah. with Kentucky can't get put out by a Saint Peter's and you know, all that stuff that Kentucky has been going through the past couple of years. Too much talent to be doing all that. Um, look, man, Dylan Cardwell. I, I want to start there before I get into before I get into Jalen. And my thing with Dylan Cardwell is took a lot of heat and a lot of criticism of only being able to dunk and block shots the past couple of years. And I'll tell you what his defense has improved. His footwork has improved. His his free throw shots have improved. Going up and, and not fouling as much as he was. His his rebounding is elite now. I mean, he's going in and just absolutely killing the boards. Uh, he brings the energy night in night out. Team leader, uh, the jungle leader, yeah. just. Incredible, incredible growth. I, I think he might be the most important piece. I'm not going to say the best piece, but he might be one of the most important pieces just because of when Joe Nye is, is getting, you know, I'm not going to say bullied, but um, when Joe Nye is, is having a tough go, Dylan is able to step in and pick up the slack. And I think the growth of his game might be the most important piece for Auburn this year and just seeing him come in because there's nights, Dustin, where like A&M, man, we were getting dominated on the glass and he comes in and Cardwell makes a difference that night. Um, Mm -hmm. Talking about Jalen, I can't tell you how many times myself and Dustin sat here last year uh, and we said, hey, We can only go as far as Jay Will can take us. That's it. That's it. That's that's as far as we're going is as far as he will take us. He's got to come out of the shell. He's got to get his crap together and realize I am him. I am the guy that is going to take this Auburn basketball team to new levels. And I think he found it. I think he found it. it. I think he found it. That last night, look, like you said, if if he connects on that last <laughs> night, Jeez. that that place crumbles, all right? It crumbles. All right? There would have been an earthquake. It would have completely <laughs> come down to the <laughs> ground, all right? Because I know what I was doing. I was sitting right here. I had my monitor on, and when he cocked back, I said, oh, no. And, boy, let me tell you. If he would have connected, and he's going to connect, sooner or later he's going to connect and he's going to put somebody on a poster. All right? (laughs) But Dustin hit it right on the head, man. His mindset has changed this year, and it's about getting a bucket instead of, I think, last year. And this ain't a not really, Dustin. I think last year it was more of just wanting to be a teammate and find – the open guy find Mm -hmm. you know the guy that's hot maybe or you know kick it to this guy make the right play all right well i want you to be the star all right because when we get into march and we're we're 72 to 72 with 32 seconds left we get we get the last shot all right i want jay will to say hey give me the ball all right give me it right there on the elbow let me hit that little uh, shimmy shake, uh, the little floater hook that he does so perfectly now. Uh, we always said last year that once he developed that little that little float piece right there in the lane and then he gets to that elbow and just lets it go, man, he's unstoppable. He is unstoppable. Uh, that is what I want to see from Jay Will. Step up, man. Call for the ball in the big moment, and I think we found that, Dustin. I, dude has been – night and day difference from last year and uh this team this team I'm telling you everybody wants to everybody wants to hop on the bandwagon now dustin <laughs> even what, what was it yahoo yesterday that posted that or cbs sports or somebody posted the final four stuff
0: uh i i saw that uh i saw an auburn's official twitter posted it wasn't the basketball account, but the official Auburn Twitter yeah. posted, like, we'll be in Phoenix. I saw that one. I That might aware. have been it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everybody was like, oh, why are we doing this? It's a jinx. And it was, no, it yeah. was a bold thing for, like, the official account to be like, we'll be in <clears> Phoenix. <throat> I think they quote tweeted CBS or somebody yeah. saying, like, win the Final Four or something like that. And then they came in and were like, well, we know we'll be there. And it was just kind of like, oh.
1: You know, one thing I'll say to that, Dustin, is you shoot 40 40- <laughs> – you shoot 45 percent from three uh you might be in phoenix because we all know that that that's honestly man auburn is a three-point shooting team we're just kind of like hey you know are they a three-point shooting team well they've been hot lately and if auburn's hitting threes dustin they're going places i I think that's another strength
0: yeah and you're protecting the basketball i mean it's a if you're if you're hitting your threes you're protecting the basketball Right now, we don't have any games we can point to really and, and complain about free throw. Well, app state, app state we left some stuff yeah. at the free throw line, but that was the last one. And overall, I think the free throw shooting has been okay. So, um yeah, man, I'm with you, Blake. Before we get out of here, let's play, take a look at this week. I think this is a big week because like I said, kind of alluded to it earlier. Look. No matter what they they uh I know the Alabama got beat by Tennessee the other day, and I know that they're not what they were last year. Going in there, man, is going to be tough. That's going to, yep. Any road game in the SEC is going to be tough. Um, but this one right here is going to be difficult. They might actually have some fans show up for this one. They might actually get kind of loud. Um, you know, they might they might get over 5,000 in Coleman's that night. But it's a game, Blake, that I do think that we should still win. And I think that guys like KD – and pretty much Jalen and Jani, everybody that was mm-hmm. on this team last year. If you remember, this is the game last year coming out of Tuscaloosa where Bruce threw his headset down and yep. he was really, really frustrated. We were just there, we were in a stretch of about three weeks where we just couldn't get a call. Yep. It was one of the most ridiculous things. Now, I don't know if we feel like that way right now because we're on an 11 game winning streak. The rest have been great all of a sudden, Blake. <laughs> I got nothing to complain about. I don't know if that has a, <laughs> there might be something to do with it, but, um, but, I think that this team wants to win this game. And the Mississippi State is not the best team, but it's also not something that you can just overlook. And if you are able to pull off the win versus Alabama Wednesday night, you know, then going Mm -hmm. into the hump, you could be kind of setting yourself up for an emotional letdown. So I want to see what this team is, is made of. And also, we've won 11 games in a row, so you're just kind of due for a bad night. Like, it's just going to happen. You play 30 games, right? Like, you're going to have nights where you're just turning the ball over, and those nights usually happen on the road. So I wouldn't be surprised if the streak came to an end this week. I just don't want it to be Wednesday, man. I just – let it be Mississippi State. I don't care. Um, I want to get back, and I want to sweep Alabama this year because going back to the football and then the baseball and the basketball and the football last year, it's just been a little bit since we beat them in one in, uh, one of the big three here. And by the way, the ladies are going to be playing them here at 2 o'clock today. By the time this goes live, the game will actually be going on. But, um, ladies, come on. Y'all got that. Pull that thing out for us. But big-time, big-time matchup. Blake, uh, how important is this week?
1: It's extremely important. Uh, Like you mentioned with Alabama, we got swept last year. And Alabama fans wanted to get on here and – They wanted to say how much better of a basketball program they had and they were going to win the national championship and Brandon Miller, you know, deserved to play and all of that good stuff. And, you know, uh, we disagreed that, uh, you know, they were the better basketball program. And I just think you're seeing Bruce and the job that he's doing right now. And I think it means something. I think Wednesday night. Bruce is going to go in there with a purpose. This team is going to go in there, and they know what's on the line. Uh, You can't let Grant Nelson cook you, fellas. You can't, all right, because they, they talked a whole hell of a lot about Grant Nelson and how he was going to come in, and he was going to be the face of Alabama basketball. So guess what? Wednesday night is the time to shine. We Know it's going to be tough, we know it's going to be difficult. Uh, tickets went up from four dollars to 63. dollars So, Ooh. get your tickets now, yeah, man. Four dollars to sit in the airplane. <laughs> um, you know, look, I mean, I've bought more expensive things at Dollar General, all right. Uh, hey. you know, four dollars <laughs> to watch an Alabama basketball game that's crazy. Yeah. Cat food's uh, eight, yeah.
0: <laughs> pack of, yeah, pack of Newport's 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, man, that's crazy, dude. Uh, I went. I went into the store the other day and bought a can of Copenhagen and they were like, it's six 25. I was like insane, man. Um, a can of, a can of snuff is more expensive than an Alabama basketball ticket. That's wild. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, who wants to go into a place that looks like that? You know, I mean, if you've ever been in there, it's uh, you know, get a, get a new gym, man. Like, come on. Uh, the place is sad, but Bruce and this team, they, they know what's going on Wednesday night and and Saturday look the hump like dustin said the hump is no easy place to play they bring it as well mm-hmm. one thing about the hump if you've never been in the hump uh it sits like extremely close kind of like neville where it's like it's bigger but the crowd is like on top of you mm-hmm. and uh it's it's like just in in it's a it's a crazy environment i've went to one game there back when i was like 14 or 15 man um it's a crazy, crazy environment, and Mississippi State fans bring it in basketball too. I, I'll give them that, man. They do um, a passionate fan base. Just to be a bunch of losers, I mean, <laughs> um, passionate fan base. So, look, you you might if you drop a game, Dustin. Let's not, you know, let's not get on here and and um, get on Twitter and and you know, let's not freak out. And and say the world's coming to an end like we do as Auburn fans, all right? Because guess what, we're gonna lose games, all right? We're not we're not gonna go thirty and two or whatever, all right? We're gonna drop one. All right? It's gonna happen. So it might happen this week. But if you go two and o, if you go two and oh this week, man, I don't know how they keep Auburn out of the top five the way people are losing, yeah. man. Like, I mean. T- Insane, which they will, they will because they hate us. All right. The and you got, yeah, you got little boy over here, um, that's ranking us 23rd and stuff. Like, come on, man, get out of here, bro. I'm like, mm. tired of seeing it, Dustin. But look, yeah. love this basketball team. Uh, shout out to 90% free throw shooting. Uh, never thought I'd see the day <laughs> after the <laughs> past two years, right. uh, but look. Shout out to this team, man. Keep grinding, keep winning, keep getting after it. And
0: uh and let's make a run, Dustin. Yeah, for sure. Let's beat Bama. I'm tired of losing to Alabama and athletic yeah. events. And uh I would I would love to get the sweep. And, but yeah, like you said, Blake, I'm, I'm with you. You're going to drop some games here. It's just the nature of the beast. They're going to be some road games in the yep. SEC to where we don't show up. So, tough week. I look forward to seeing how this team responds. Uh, real quick, if you're interested in merchandise, you go to shop.com. If you're listening on audio, that is thewarportshop.comslash shop. And then, and uh, also hit that like button, man. Hit that subscribe button. We are like 20 something, 30 something away from the 1500 subs, man. So, please do that, guys. That would be great. What's up, Blake?
1: And the memberships, dog, like uh, real quick, Dustin has uh, been doing some preview basketball stuff. And we usually drop that like Friday night, Saturday morning, uh, just depending. If we have a late game Saturday night, I like to drop it on early Saturday morning. Uh, so when you wake up, you can get your news right there. Dustin just does little 10 to 15 minute videos on that. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll be stepping in, doing some baseball stuff and everything like that, man. Memberships have been popping. We thank y'all. Uh, but it's it's really just extra content, man. Dustin's been working his tail off. Uh, like I said, it's, it's no longer than 10 to 15 minutes. These videos, they're quick, they're simple, uh, and, and we're going to be pushing a lot of stuff out. There's a lot of big events coming too, so be prepared. Uh, we're pushing just content, content, content. Got big things coming for baseball. Um, me and Dustin were just talking about ideas that we could possibly do uh, for plainsmen and just just throwing things out there, ideas for you guys to uh, join these memberships, man,
0: and and get on this uh, get on this train. Yeah, for sure. So we will see you guys Tuesday night, seven p.m. Y'all know the deal. I'm hoping that we uh, have a defensive coordinator hire by then. I'm yeah. hoping that with the Texas season coming to an end, that that was the whole hold up here the whole time. But uh, we'll have some football to talk about Tuesday night. We'll see y'all guys then. War damn eagle. We're out of here. War damn eagle, baby.